Welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about all things macabre, supernatural, extraterrestrial, and sometimes we talk about poultry. My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. When did we talk about poultry? This one time in a secret episode. That I was not privy to? Maybe. There's a, there's a, do you just sit here and record things by no, yourself? There was, there was definitely someone else talking to me at the time. I just don't recall much about it. The blood debt is getting very, very high for this little rock of ours. Blood debt. Blood debt. Explain. So, in times past, ancient times, semi-ancient times, mildly historical times, there were always blood sacrifices, whether they were people within your same cultural bubble or outside of it to appease gods, deities, demons, etc. We are now at a point where our population is so large, the percentage, the tax, if you will, is so high that we are falling behind and we are now at a point where those forces are now maligning against us and sending us a whole bunch of nonsense. So I think that's why a lot of countries were constantly waging war with no apparent reason, because the leaders of those countries knew that they had to pay a certain price. You don't think there's a lot more people dying of diseases? There's a lot of people dying of diseases, but they're not active sacrifices. you got to kill them. you got to kill them. Yes. So we are now at a point where the population outweighs the projected or uh, calculated total number of deaths of all human history, allegedly. Whether or not that number is true or not, I do not know, but it seems pretty reasonable considering we're almost, or if we've just popped over 7 billion, the tax is high and the forces are now requesting their due. And because we're falling behind, they're sending us a lot of bad stuff. So what's the percentage? What type of tax are they asking for? I don't even pretend to know. I don't even pretend to know. But we've got to be falling behind Hmm. because our style of warfare is no longer sheer numbers. Maybe that's what the COVID is. I'd I'd say it's probably right, yeah. Any sort of disease, virus, natural disaster? I don't think it is a virus at all. Mm -hmm. I think it's that secret cabal that runs the world that we are all fully aware of, Mm -hmm. that it has no name. Gotcha. I mean, some have given them it a name. Yes. But who knows? Those all might be smoke screens. But they've got together and said, right, let's pretend that there's some sort of flu-like virus. Everybody gets flu symptoms. Mm-hmm. So it'd be the easiest thing in the world to get people to get tested and brought into a hospital. For, gotcha. All right? Because they are flu-like symptoms and flu is completely prevalent in everywhere. Mm-hmm. They get them into the hospital and then they kill them. And then they say it was a COVID-related death. It's quite possible. Yeah. They're doing a terrible job if that's the case, because New Zealand has just knocked it on the head. Australia's doing a pretty decent job in terms of numbers of fatalities. Well, perhaps they it is international, and like people like Jacinta Ardern have just gone, yeah, no, we're not going to... Well, we'll play a part in the um, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You can kill all your people, but I'm not willing to participate in my country. Yeah, maybe that's what the earthquake that they had recently was. It was a little warning. Or this cabal... Mm-hmm. Doesn't even see them as, like, part of the world. Gotcha. New Zealand's tiny. That's fair. Australia, pfft, what, are we, what do we produce? 30 million or something? We've got Nothing. Tiny numbers. I mean, what's, I mean, are we even a global threat? We have no nuclear weapons. Our submarines are from, like, the 50s. We've got, we, we're not a threat. Okay, so we're moving away from the sacrifice aspect and now it's just a world domination thing. No, 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 no. They're like, we'll take our numbers from places... That are more densely populated. Gotcha. Because we're not densely populated in Australia at all. What was the total number of recorded fatalities in China? I have no idea. Mm, I don't actually know the number though. So they've just, they've deliberately targeted highly densely populated places. Possible. It just works in so well. I don't know if uh, an engineered disease would really count though. It's not a disease. That's 
that's what I, okay in the theory that it's not a disease and they're killing people in the hospitals they've yes. been actively saying we don't have enough hospital space don't come into the hospital that is counter to the theory of killing them in the hospital yeah but nobody's dying at home heaps were dying at home in oh, China. Right. they were finding bodies in their apartments because they were all just dying actually we literally had one the other day and didn't they were we? shipping people yeah not shipping getting the bodies out we had of body a dude bags here and, in australia yeah mass burying them in new york that was funny where he was just like what was funny partying the weekend before with all his friends oh yeah people just not paying attention to the important information <laughs> i'm not convinced that covid is a human oh, made thing no me neither if it ties into if it ties into my nonsense theory because i was thinking about the movie cabin in the woods where they always had to like give up the sacrifices to appease yes, the old gods. god i love that movie yeah because then in the world where my theory is an absolute box which it is Serial killers mm-hmm. are getting like the small messages being sent out. It's kind of like a delivery service where you got your big cargo shipments that go to corporations, but then small mail that goes out. So maybe these messages of we need to get a certain quota of human sacrifices to keep the world running. Serial killers are like, I'm just doing my part. Oh, yeah, they're actually saving the world. I in no way endorse serial, serial killers. killers. Yeah. Let me say oh, that. Oh, man. I do love that we, we – do we have to disclaimer everything all the time? Yes. Oh. 2020. Okay. Well, in that case, yeah, I don't believe that it's man-made, but it wouldn't be so funny if one of our crazy whack theories was true. I think the that day that hilarious. we die, the day that we die, our listeners will know that we got onto something. Like, wait something. a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Or if we stay at a lower number of listeners, we'll scoot under the radar for long enough to survive and get the truth out there. Yeah, maybe. The truth maybe. that we made up. Did we, though? I don't know. Maybe we're in touch with some psychic ability. Yeah. You know, maybe like a parallel... Dimension force is actually feeding information to us, and we're like, "Oh, this is a shower thought." Oh, like it's a actually cognitive like, bleed through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that cognitive, cognitive bleed through. That sounds awesome. It sounds like a um, like a, an upstarting, not upstarting, an up and coming metal band name. You know, yeah. where they try to come up with stuff like what makes people think, but sounds really like visceral. Cognitive bleed through. I'm trying to think. There was a dude on Russell Brand's podcast the other day, and he was talking about something, and it's got a special name, Morphic Resonance. Have you heard of that? No. It's sort of a bit like telekinesis or tele- telepathy, mm-hmm. right? And he was saying that because your dog can um, predict when you're going to come home, even if it's random hours of the day in a different car. and it Can they? Apparently. So that that was mm. his studies he did. He's like, oh, there's Morphic re- re- Resonance. Um, and the fact that we're all collectively getting smarter, IQ tests have to get more difficult because everybody's getting brighter. He doesn't think people are actually getting brighter. It's just that there's a dissemination of intelligence telepathically through us all. Gotcha. That's his theory. And he's a, he's a Harvard professor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't mean anything, but I don't know. I feel like he's got a little bit of credibility there. And it, I guess it, what before I heard of morphic resonance, it used to be called universal collective unconscious. Oh, okay. So, like, um, a crossword, this was a, an example that I'm going to butcher to death. Mm-hmm. There was a crossword published in New York, and a week later, like, this was in, like, the 1920s or something, and so the movement of, there was no internet or anything like that, and they published it, I think, a day later in London, and the people that got it correct were vastly more than they would previously have got correct on the um on the crossword. Okay. And I'm like, yes, I know there's a multiple factors, you know, maybe New York, they weren't as switched on and bright as they were in mm-hmm. London. Like, yeah, there are a lot of other factors, but it was just an interesting example of what they say was universal collective unconscious or morphic resonance. Gotcha. And I think 
that's what we were talking about is maybe we're tapping into, maybe there's enough conspiratorial ideas. They're sort of filtering their way into our brain. Gotcha. You know, through this morphic resonance. It's a big, big jump for that morphic resonance signal from America to England. Well, yeah, no. But, well, actually, no. If you're thinking about it, the globe the other way around, London to New York's actually quite close. Really? Yeah. Because oh, you you know how you look at the map, right? Yes. And you're thinking of, do you actually, when you picture a map, because I know in Australia this is going to be weird for other listeners in the rest of the world, your country is always in the middle of the map? I, the one that I've got in my head is North and South America on the left-hand side of the map and China and Europe on the right side of the map. So we're on the bottom right. Yeah. Okay. So in your mind. I think the big ocean's in the middle for my mental map. Okay. Well, either way, if you think about where London is and you think about where New York is, they're actually fairly close. Mm. If you can see it in your mind's eye. But a lot of people think you've got to fly the other way around the world to get to them. Gotcha, because there's like a 3.8 mile distance between Russia and America at their closest points. So if I go from the right-hand side of my map to the left-hand side of my map and kind of link link them and make it into a cylinder, it'll be faster. Whereas my brain's going, you have to go all the way yeah, from... Yeah, yeah, most people do. That's probably what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so anyway, it's actually not... But I like how we've just gone, yes, mental massive cognizance has to physically travel through time yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's like a bird it needs time to get there as opposed to it just goes through the earth because it's a giant network well also in a dimension that we don't know about you know it Ooh, could fifth be, dimension well i think duncan trussell was talking about this that we're connected on these lines and then they're metaphysical lines so they can be instantaneous but now we're getting into woo woo anyway the point of the story yeah, was, yeah, is that Taz woke up this morning and told me about a dream he had oh, yeah. about living in a place. Actually, you can explain the dream. From what I remember, because my dreams fade very quickly, I was living in a house that someone already knew. I think my, my impression of this person is like semi-gentleman, semi-normal person. And they somehow... They were collecting, they were the one, there was a body of a woman and it was cut up into little pieces and it was stacked away in the corner. I was living in the basement and it was my job to keep the basement clean and blood was seeping in from one side of essentially, imagine the room is a rectangle, seeping into one side, not seeping out, seeping into that side and then pooling around the corners of where the floor and the walls met. And so I was like, how do I clean up this blood that keeps seeping in? And the body parts in the corner of the room were not unusual to me at all. And I kept thinking, this is frustrating that I have to keep cleaning up this stuff that he's causing. And then I woke up and I'm like, that was probably some sort of malevolent spirit or demon creature that I was essentially, I was the Igor to the Frankenstein. Igor's Frankenstein, yeah? It's not Dracula? Yes. I think I get the two mixed up because I know they both have like little hunchback lackeys. Yeah. Yes, I was the Igor to the Frankenstein in that situation. Okay. Oh my God, it was. It was body parts too. Anyway... The reason I love that is because you know what I was reading about while you were dreaming that mm. is I was having a look because I was like, man, we always talk about ghosts and cryptid and alien things from other countries. Like mm -hmm. there's got to be some stuff here. I know our country's not very old, but there's got to be something. Our country's hell old. Oh, okay. We just don't have... White Australia is not very okay. old. We just don't have megalithic structures, so it doesn't seem as impressive. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I was having a look and apparently there's a Q Lunatic Asylum. What do you mean? K-E-W, as in okay. the suburb of Q, which oh, okay, is gotcha. just over there. Oh, And okay. I, she gestures with her head on yes. the podcast. <laughs> she points with her nose. Just over there. Okay. Anyway, yeah, not far away from us. To the east of us. Yes, and it was actually one of the most incredibly 
biggest mental asylums. Like it was quite of its day, massive. Okay, when was it running roughly? Now you're asking. I didn't bring my phone down with me because you don't like me having notes. Was in the last hundred years? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, oh look, eighteen oh something is when. Oh, so still pretty like a while ago, kind oh, of thing, yeah, as opposed yeah, to like yeah, the last yeah. thirty years, but yeah, like yeah. old, old oh, no. creepy times, like olden days, old creepy times, pre yeah. electricity. Well, yeah, and yeah. so you can imagine the terrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is because of the public records accessibility, the statute of limitations run out, so we now got access to all those documents. Oh, God. Yeah, and you can see all the horrible things. Mm. Like um, they documented one, uh, one, one patient saying, I literally saw the devil in this place. Like, Ooh. you know, but he is mentally deranged, so maybe he did, maybe. wink, wink. But no, they did, even the doctors, they documented treatments were everything you could imagine electroshock therapy water therapy Oof. which was pretty much waterboarding yeah you know they would strap them to radiators um isolation in cages all the awful things you could think of and i know you're sitting there going kirsten what has this got to do with my dream i know i'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting it's but, all very creepy all right so they shut it all down obviously oh and you know how many patients left as in quote-unquote cured got cured or were discharged when they Close down the hospital. I'm guessing not very many. None. None. Okay. So they either died in the hospital. They also use them for cheap labor. You know how they stayed sustainable? Is they made the male lunatics do all the gardening and chopping and yeah. building maintenance, and all the women would do all the sewing and the cooking. Gotcha. So they were completely self-sustainable. But um, yeah, there was one case of one of the female patients putting body parts in like the food she was oh good yeah no one yeah. knows where she got the body parts either of course which is fun. naturally but anyway so you're still going kirsten fascinating but still not relevant to my i not not at all in 1990 they converted them mm. into apartments oh so the building was like still standing mm. it wasn't like demolished or anything no no okay creepy beautiful it's on a huge estate but they knew that a lot of people would be freaked out mm-hmm. by the idea of living in a mental asylum understandably so they renamed it the wilmere estate mm. and sold apartments all the way through it that just sounds like the place of a horror i happening. know right and in anyway wilmere. there's this one huge tower that sort of, of juts course, out from the course. middle of it it looks exactly like every mental asylum in oh your my mind god and they've converted this tower it's seven stories into a four-bedroom apartment mm, i gotta see this afterwards and it's, look, it's beautiful. It's sure modern. It's, it's gorgeous. Until three in the morning. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. They could not sell it. Someone owned it for 12 years, but never like lived in it for a little while yeah. and then rented it for six years. Yeah. And I imagine they went over quite a high turnover of tenants Ooh, in that yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking of all the freaking haunted places. Yeah. And that's where it was tying in with my, Can with we, your dream. Is it still, it's like, it's private property. We can't go there. I think they do have openings now and again for you to go and walk the grounds. Yes. But you can't go into people's houses, obviously. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Okay. Unless we want to buy it. It's 1.6 at the last auction. <laughs> you know what? I'm wide enough that I would consider it. No. Yeah. Oh, I was, that, was, that was actually my question, my shower thought for the podcast. Yeah. But do you see how that ties into your dream? Yeah. At no point was I like questioning where this was going. Yeah, yeah. No, it tied in just so bizarrely. I was like, I've just read this and your dream yeah. is like, Exa- it would be like working in the asylum. Yeah. Mm. So it, your your malevolent spirit could have just been a doctor or a psychiatrist. Well, that's why I was saying, what if there's a blood price? I'm like, what if it's got to the point where we are so in arrears that regular normal people are now getting little dreams going, hey, you need to do your part mm. and start, you know, 
chop, chop, thinning the herd. Because I don't have many dreams in general, and I certainly don't have dreams that involve dead bodies. Mm. That's a first dream. I'm like, what the hell? Do you know what it is? What? Video games. <laughs> Video games are the cause of all these violent tendencies. Could be. Uh, disclaimer, that's been horribly disproven. Don't horribly, worry about it. Horribly disproven. Or completely disproven. Not horribly. It's just... Either way. Yeah. Because, you know, Genghis Khan, his favourite game was Tetris. <laughs> but that was actually my question after my... Well, my little thought after yeah. I was reading all of that and then listening to your dream, which I thought, oh, Would bizarre you buy coincidence. That? Absolutely. Not, it, not even that, but no, I wouldn't. Not. I think it's too violent a ghost. You know, like if it was a converted nursing home. Okay. I'd be much happier with that because, I don't know, I feel like they've lived a good life. You know, it's a bit like eating meat because mm. I'd be happier for, like, free-range cows that have had a happy life and then they die. And gotcha. Then you eat them, not like I wouldn't eat veal. Yeah. And for me, the mental asylum, like, those are really unhinged young people who didn't have a good quality of life. There was anger. There was, like, those ghosts are coming back vengeful. Yeah. I think I'm stupid enough to think, you yeah, know, that could be fun. I think so too because I freaking love what was that movie the um where they've got the twelve ghosts thirteen ghosts that's the one yes <laughs> no it's that movie with the twelve ghosts plus one mm, yeah thirteen, 13 ghosts. ghosts yeah because I, I the only thing I didn't like is they didn't go into depth enough about each ghost thirteen ghosts I only see I only I've only seen it once and I vaguely remember it but I know I, doesn't someone get the top of their head cut off or is that the ghost ship there's a wire that's ghost ship isn't it there's a wire that cuts off like the top of someone's head. Because that was before people went with gratuitous it blood was so fire much, scenes. So much worse. Um, someone got split in half by a glass wall, so <sighs> you got to see like half their body slide down one side while the other one stood up for a little bit longer, and then yeah, they got. I liked when that style of like this is gratuitous violence and bodies being pulled apart, like that was like whoa, this is extreme. But now it's just like so much blood. You're like, there's not that much blood in a in an elephant body, let alone a human body. I do like when they make it absurd, like in um, Tarantino films. Yes. Where it's just like truckloads yeah. of like, it stops being gory and just starts being like artistic. Yes, mm. but I mean that's a that's specifically a Tarantino style. We've come to get used to that. We like that. It's now a movie podcast. Whereas a lot of other people who are up and coming and have their horror films, they do too much because they think this is the norm. You're like, it shouldn't be. It should be your own style. Mm. The Thirteen Ghosts, which is brilliant, it was about a house that was designed by, I think, some sort of occultist. Mm. Look, I'm going to butcher it. You know me and my <laughs> recollection of film and books. Hey, you, you remember the title, kind of. That's yeah, something. The, the 12 plus 1. Yes. Um, the Baker's Dozen The Baker's ghosts. Dozen of Ghosts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's, like, a family in there. The guy that plays Scooby-Doo's in there, he was actually very good. I like him as an actor. Anyway. The guy that plays Scooby-Doo the dog? No, Shaggy. Oh, I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Okay. He... he when he cries, he gets the, the snot dribble. And okay. I, I like that because it's realistic. He's a very um, successful voice actor for cartoons and whatnot. Oh, there you go. Mm. But yeah, no, he was in it and he's very good. I like him. But um, yeah, the 13 Ghosts, each of them had like a tragic backstory and they were oh. so good that you wanted to just find out more about them. Gotcha. And I think as the, the house was actually like a clock and uh, I vaguely remember walls like, stuff was moving. Yeah. yeah. And then a ghost got let out every... That's like right. hour or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I I just remember watching it just being fascinated by the ghosts. Yeah. And really wanting to know more about them. Is that the one where they they could earn like they people got selected and they earned money if they made it to the end or something? It was like a big game by some crazy millionaire? Am I thinking of something else again? Yeah, I don't know if there was any money there's, involved. There's something where people I don't even know what that is. 
there is there is a horror movie with ghosts where people go into the house and they get paid a certain amount of money if they make it to the end. But yeah, they all get like brutally killed. Yeah. Well, you know, I like purely because of the backstory of the ghost. Yeah. But there was one in there who was like, there was a really good mental asylum ghost one that was I can't remember what it was called. That was fantastic. Anyway, but yeah, I just thought, would you, if given the choice of a haunted place, would you want lesser creepy ghosts or the creepier the better? And it sounds like from what you said, you'd like the creepier the better. I don't know, because I think once they get to a certain point where they're like horribly violent, they're going to be a lot stronger. Mm. That's just my thought process on ghosts. Whereas like creepy is kind of like, you know, like very small walking around thing. I'm used to that. Yeah. I'm not, because that's garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> but hypothetically... Hypothetically, on this topic that's totally real and mm, legitimate, mm. I don't know. I'd like to go check out this place at Q. Yeah, it's not far. We could jump in the car and be there in like would, half an hour. I'd like to check that out at night time. Apparently, and unfortunately it's been disbunked, Over Newton Castle, which is literally listeners 15 minutes walk from our house... Mm had the ghost of a dead boy who'd fallen down the stairs and he used to go to the college across the road and people have said that when they visited they could, you know, hear him walking around and he's got like a bent neck. Oh, like bent neck lady. Like bent neck lady. I know. Why is that so disturbing? It's very evocative. And the name too, because when you first watch it, you're like, that doesn't make sense. And then you see and you're like, oh. Yeah, it's really. That was a great show. I love that. Oh, Okay, everybody we are referring To the haunting of Hill House yep. on Netflix, I believe. God, that was good. It was amazing, and they're bringing so out a good. second season that's the same actors but different story. That's one of those ones that stays with you, you know, a bit like Castle Rock. Yes. Oh, again, yeah, we've mentioned Castle Rock a few times, but we can't times. it's so good. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, uh, go and see it. Just yeah. do it right now. Yeah. You know, end the podcast and it's go great. and go and watch it. You will, if you love horror and just anything paranormal, you're gonna love that. Yeah. Mm. But what was I saying? Would I, I prefer like? Oh, there's a kid. Oh, there's a kid in the castle up the road, and he yeah, bent neck, blah blah blah. But apparently, it's been disproven by the Over Newton School. Well, they would want to say that disprove. They would want to prove that is Over Newton a Catholic school? Yes, Catholic college. It's- well, then yeah, they 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 admit that spirits exist, so that's easy for them. They go, we've had an exorcist come in. There's nothing here. Well, no, they've just said, look, it's a story. It's been made up. Okay, but I'm um, like. That's exactly what I would say if I was trying to get people to still come to my school. Exactly. Ignore. Yeah, that, that's the article I read. It's like, oh, yeah, just as an editor's note, this has been completely just, just bu- debunked. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wait, one guy said it wasn't true? Okay, I'm now very excited that there is a conspiracy within spitting distance of my house. Mm. I need to go contact this child. Yeah, well, apparently visitors have seen him and there's got they've got open days. And if we're... Mm. You'll unfortunately have to sit through a high tea in order to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See if we go to a high tea. I need to get my iron bracelets back. I don't know why, but the British call it a cream tea, and I think that just sounds so much more delightful. Right. Sounds high like tea mil- sounds very sort sounds of... Sounds like a milkshake to me. High tea sounds very posh and yeah. pompous, whereas a cream tea just sounds like something you'd have with your nana. Sure. No? I don't know. Get it around. just sounds like milk to me. Well, it's not. It's scones and cream and jam. Scones. Lovely scoons. Oh, that just reminds me of this funny game. Here's a fun game for you guys to play. Change one letter out of the song of the band titles to make it something different. And I'm not being weird. No, I was just 
running through what you said. Yeah. Change the letter of a song through the band titles. No, change the letter of a band title. One letter of their name. Change one letter in the name of a band there to you make go. it funny. Yes. There you go. And you were just talking about scones. Scones. And it's only, I've only ever said scones when I played that game because there was the rolling scones. Oh. And scone temple pilots. That's fair. Yeah. And that makes me laugh because scone temple pilots isn't funny. Sounds like you're saying with a, like a lower class accent, it's gone temple pilots. It's gone temple pilots. Oh. Scone. 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 It's gone. Where is it? Scone. It's it's gone. (laughs) You what, mate? Anyway. Yes. I just don't know anyone who says scone. Me. You know me. I say scone all the time. Other than you. You're the extension of me. I'm real. (laughs) I'm a real boy. (laughs) I can just project my voice really well. That's my theory. I think we're in in blood debt. Well, what are you going to do about it? Me? Does do is it human sacrifice or can we do animal? Because I know that was big in biblical times. I think it's human sacrifice. I think a lot of the cultures that lasted a very long time. Well, Christian had human Christianity has outlived them all, and they never had human sacrifice. Yes, but a lot of our problems have been building up in the last two thousand years. I think this is the best time we've ever lived in society. That's fair. We live longer. We have healthier lives. I just this whole mentality of oh it's the end of days i'm like you do realize this is the best humanity has ever been ever that we know of yeah oh what are you talking ancient aliens what if before the great (laughs) flood what if before the great flood it was amazing oh you know like atlantis where we could where it was like the technologically advanced no no i'm not even saying technology just with health and safety maybe we lived forever society might have been really good and then they decided to you know not pay their bills and there was a great flood possibility just saying true, 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 just true. saying i don't know i just feel like there was that episode of the dracula show i was watching yes and um he come he obviously wakes up from the 18th century or something yes. ridiculous and he's walking into a house and he's like are you you know gentry yes and she's like, no, we're poor. Yeah. And, she, and she's, he's just like, look at all this technology and wealth. Yeah. Wealth. She's got like shag pile rugs that are cheap from like the local supermarket. But compared to someone 300 years ago, it's extravagant. Oh my. And the running water mm-hmm. and just lighting, electricity, yes. everything. And he's like, oh, to live in a world where the extraordinary is mundane. Yeah. And you just go, whoa, compared to like every prior generation. <laughs> Yeah. We are like the pinnacle of success. I think she had like a little townhouse and it was bigger than most lords' manors. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. She had two fridges. Her husband was in one of them. But wink, wink, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think I'm completely insane or do you also acknowledge that we might be in arrears of our blood debt? Send us a response to crambamblepodcast at gmail.com or respond to our Twitter on crambamble and also go ahead and like and follow Kirsten's crambamble Kirsten Instagram page. Yeah, I've had a few people come over and yeah. say hi, which is nice. Um, do you think you would be part of the sacrifice? Do you think you would help? W- would you get your hands dirty is what I'm asking or would you like the government to do it? It's not at all what I was saying. No, we in, are- in return of the blood debt. In return of the blood debt, if it follows normal taxes, where we need at least 25% of the population. Do the math on that. This has been Cram Bamble. My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. Bye. Bye. Bye.